and we're live. Uh, Throat goats. Throat goats. <laughs> Today's going to be a bit of a free ball. Yeah, so we're having a little bit of, um, you know, it's technical difficulties. Um, the funny thing about us is that we like to jam-pack shit into our days and think we can do everything. And sometimes we, our prep isn't as... Prepped. We have no prep. <laughs> so. We're not on prep. It's very unsafe, unprotected um, yeah. issues. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that being said, um, I have been in bed for 14 hours after a really crazy week. So, yeah. Yeah, crazy week, crazy weekend. And so <laughs> I'm hoping that this audio is okay. And if um, not, we will have to record it again. And that is the way life goes. And that is the way, that's the way, <laughs> it's not a song. Oh, dear. That's the way love yes. goes. Uh, yeah, Jackson? That's the way love goes. Hey, okay. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Work. How are you, you doing? Mental, mental health check. Woo! Um, good for the most part. Like, good just coming down from a fucking crazy week. Um, I shifted my work days around. I had a two day corporate retreat. Uh, yeah. Pers personal hell, or was it really fun? It was both, I would say. The last day was really fun. I went to the driving range. I never hit so many balls with a stick in my life. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, I was made for this. It was this. amazing. <laughs> I just screamed out everything that bothered me. So oh. I screamed out my boss's name, but she was standing right next to me, so it was pretty funny. Um, I was like, Monday meetings on my day off instead of four. Um, yeah. yeah, all kinds of things. It was really fun. My rotator cuff hurt for like three days. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there was a ball, and it was just a lot. I went to like Jacobs, which is like the steakhouse downtown with um, like my girlfriend's friends. We racked up like a $1,300 bill. Like it was just out of control. Um, Damn. Yeah, it was fucked, but it was really fun. <laughs> and then I woke up at like 4.30 in the morning and talked to Tamar till 6 a.m. And then I fell back asleep. Oh my God. <laughs> what, what was Tamar still doing up? She probably just like going through all the analyze like analyzing and yeah well the, the high of the function high of the function we're having a bit of a post-mortem um i'm just talking mm -hmm. about some like logistics with some house things and mm -hmm. she's locked out of her house so we were just kind of talking till she got back in. oh no <laughs> she went out for cigarettes and um i think her mom locked out or something like that but anyways oopsies uh, it was the witching hour yeah mm. but all in all very full weekend trying to survive my ambition as usual and here we are here we are yeah. well that's amazing how are you how was your mental health i'm done my mental health is i would say significantly um low yeah it's yeah, like I'm just gonna, yeah, it's, it's like funny because I will be sitting and like watching the kids games and like all of a sudden feel like I'm about to go into a panic attack. Yes. And I'm like, oh, okay, I was like, come on back. Yeah. But it's, it's like, 
my body starts to, my heart's like racing. My mind is like, it's almost like I'd start seeing stars and like the black starts to come in. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm having, uh, I'm freaking out right now. So yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at. Um, but also, you know, good weekend with the kids. Uh Um, busy with sports and whatnot uh-huh. and june is june is juning june, <laughs> june really just yeah and it's also you know it's it's kind of this like cluster this cluster of so many things all into one month because you've just come we've come out of you know one of the great things is that we live in we live in a climate where you get all four seasons right and so there's like this build up to June because you're just like, oh my God, summer is happening. The kids are finishing school. There's also, and so you want to be outside, you want to be social and doing all these things. Uh, and then you're like thinking like, what am I going to do in the summertime? And they're also, your social calendar is booked because people are like, oh my God, the sun's out. Let's, let's get outside. So it's like, yeah, but also like, no. Yeah all at the same time yeah time pri- so it's actually rest when you feel so pressured to have fun is like really hard yeah and then you're out at all mm-hmm. things you kind of want to do and then you're like do I want to be here I don't know I <laughs> uh, know and then you know even on on Friday I could even see it in the kids like Sakai had four of his buddies over or three of his buddies over and usually after school on a Friday, like they're batshit crazy. They're screaming in the basement. They're either on the driveway screaming and literally the four of them were splayed out on my couch, not moving and just like (laughs) comatose. And I, and it was, I'm like, okay, y'all you're, you guys are feeling it too. So yeah, it's been been that. It's a lot. It's a lot. Remember how I have my calendar? It's a lot. That I write on? Yeah, yeah. I stopped writing on it because it kept giving me anxiety. (laughs) So (laughs) to me, my June is empty, even though it's not. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just am under the element of keeping my head in the sand and being like, I'll just see where I need to be as it comes. Yeah, when I need to. Yeah. That's so funny because I did something similar where I have a monthly calendar and I do a weekly calendar for the kids and myself and then um and for the family and when it came to writing june instead of like intentionally not writing anything down i actually just like my mind goes blank and i'm like hmm, okay you know what that like is? i was like oh that's what? um your it's like a dorsal vagal response it, it's like mm. when you're in fight or flight and then you know when i dissociate <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah, a yeah, dorsal yeah. vagal response so like my, where you just basically like, like my hmm. freeze <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much I can't tell you how tired so like the stress of last week I've been exhausted all I want to do is crawl under uh, the covers and like sleep yeah. I want to sleep and maybe it's like a way of like unaliving myself yes. too because I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if I just if I just sleep all my problems disappear yes. right <laughs> I'm gonna wake up and everything's fine right? That's fine. That's healthy. Oh, yeah. Going through it, Katrina. Going through it. 
Yep. 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 <clears throat> we ain't even going to do that. <laughs> but it's Monday and it's recording day and I'm just happy to be here with you. And it's funny because I think people are going to start to think that we're just all, we're just, our mental health is always unstable. And you know what? That is, is the case. It's going to be. Yeah. And I hope y'all can relate instead of judge. Judge you motherfuckers. Kid, I'm already going to fight you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come at me. He's like, I got Bro. fucking nothing to lose, bitch. I will kill you, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My name is Tatum. I'm joining you from <laughs> suburbia. Uh, it's funny when I, like, I, as I... As the time since I've been with you in Toronto has like is like farther away, I'm feeling more suburbia Never. than I felt when I yeah. left you. And I was like, oh, such a city girl. I want to be doing all the things. And now I'm just like <laughs> suburbia. Yeah. Hey man, <laughs> every time I pass I like, a patch of grass, I just like run my hand in it. I'm like, hope <laughs> I don't get fucking I don't know, gonorrhea from a misplaced condom. Syphilis? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like, I I remember telling um, telling my girl that I was like, I was like really mentally ill after the meeting because um, I decided to microdose mushrooms that morning. and Oh, that's cool. Not, that's smart. <laughs> it was not the one because um, I went pee and the floor was like breathing. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, I have to be here till five and I am sweating um, psychedelics. And then I was like, well, oh. fuck it. So I had three matcha lattes and um, I just felt insane and I needed to sleep so oh bad. And then I went to go sleep finally when I got home and uh, I took a sleeping pill and I still couldn't sleep and I was losing my shit where I'm like, I just want to sleep. And I had to turn off all mm. my devices and like sit in the dark and just let all my thoughts come and go like a wave. And I was like, Dre, maybe mm -hmm. don't do that. Like, mm. yeah, it's poison. Those mushrooms, <laughs> like they're technically poisonous. <laughs> but I, it was technically it was fine. I still got through the day. I was still a good contributor. Um, you know, I would microdose on a regular day. I don't see why not. But I guess I just haven't in a while. And I was like. Okay, I'm sensitized to this stuff. Yeah, I feel yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is me on Bay Street, like fucking corp, like in the Regis building, one of the tallest towers in this boardroom. Just. And you're sitting here, like. Yeah, just like. <laughs> Fuck shit, fuck motherfucker shit, bitch. Fuck shit, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm sweaty. And people are like, who does that? Who does that? Who decides that that is a. Damn it. Get down. And then we had show and tell, and my mind is on the ball. Uh, and I didn't bring, like, I didn't remember what to bring for show and tell. And I was like, well, I'm not getting that emotional. So they're like, okay, Dre, what did you bring for show and tell? And I just wh whipped out a stripper heel. And I was like, I am many things. This? 
Oh, I just, I appreciate this. <laughs> Sometimes I get anxiety about this podcast. Right. <laughs> it's like people know too much. They're going to know too much. I think much. that's why they listen. Uh, it's the best. I fucking yeah, love I think it. it's why they listen. Uh, but it's, you know what it is? I think, you know what it is? It's like all of the, this is like the poison. This is the poisonous part of suburbia is like everyone's got their beautiful houses and everyone's got their little families and there's this expectation to have like grown up and act a certain way when and like you know not talk about your real problems and your real human needs and this is also a generalization I don't give a fuck don't judge me fuck you guys um (laughs) but that's how I that's how I experience suburbia and so I just like think of all the people in my neighborhood that are just like that bitch honestly so I live in um like very old money neighborhood um and they hate Mm -hmm. me and my roommate because we're like dark-skinned um so we get a lot of complaints for shit that we didn't do um Mm, yeah super and uh I always look into these houses that are like there's like four, five, six, seven blocks and they're all heritage homes. And I always just look into them and they have these like beautiful art sculptures, like even on their lawn. Mm. And I'm just like, you guys are into some fucked up shit. Like you have some yeah. Me don't trust you, me yeah. don't like you, me don't know you, me don't want to know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's oh, I go yet? Oh yeah, my name is Dre. Um, you know, she, her, she, they, whatever. Um, I'm an osteopath. I live in downtown Toronto. Um, I'm a dancer. I have a cat. I have a sister. And yeah, mm. today, mental health, I would say is a solid eight and a half out of 10. Cause I've been. Wait, is that like good yeah, mental yeah, yeah, health yeah, yeah, yeah. or like you're feeling good? Oh, good. Good. You guys win. If you've been with us for seven episodes, win, 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 yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I don't give it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it uh, like, changes very fast, but um, mm. no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I've just been asleep for a long time. <laughs> You know, that's what we just were saying is like, you got to prioritize that rest or in those like heavy seasons because um, you fucking need it. That's for sure. Um, Yeah, that's that's for sure. What is our... Okay, what are we talking about today? Our topic. Okay, so (laughs) we were talking about... Okay, we want to talk about two things. We were going to talk about either money or sex. And I was like, why don't we talk about both? Because both of them... Um, whether you like it or not, in my humble, maybe not Chrome updated version of subconscious, <laughs> which is why we're having technical issues. Um, um, I think that has a lot to do with personal power. However, you see it. Um, maybe you don't believe that. I believe it. It is what it is. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about it. Sex. Which do about it. Want fight? Stop touching want us. What it up? Okay, so wait, can we just preface that by saying that there is this amazing person, I can't remember their name, on TikTok, who sh- who shares their Tourette's it's um, Syndrome with the world. 
Yeah. And it is, it is, I find it very endearing to like, for them to like, you know, let us in that way and just show it in in an educational way. And it's also funny. I, I mean, I, I was going to say, I'm like, it's actually really funny. Not like you're laughing at their disability, but you're, it's like, it's comical. It's she's comical. Also laughing at her own. And I think that's why they're sharing. Yeah. yeah she's also laughing as well. So you're just like, hey, well, she's laughing, laughing. So I'm laughing. So one and all. It's so funny. <laughs> so thank you to At Bay for sharing her, her disability as a gift because it's fucking it's hilarious yeah. shit. All right. Well, let's go. Personal power. Lead us off. All right. Um, I think we had talked about in the past how we, Tatum says sometimes when I walk into a room, um, people's pants drop. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with my sort of misplaced, weird sort of uh, sexual power that comes out of nowhere. Don't know where I got it from. Don't know why it's here. It just is. Um, If I'm being completely honest, I think a lot of my... uh, sexual prowess, you may call it, um, probably comes from like a lot of overdevelopment of ego when I didn't feel like I was super heard or listened to or whatever. And then I just realized like, man, if I just take my clothes off, you guys listen to me. That's all I had to do this whole time. It doesn't matter how many books I read. Amazing. Um, so I've definitely learned to sort of like wield this sword of mine. Um, in basically a lot of situations, even if it's not overt, um, it's definitely one of those things you can use in business. It's one of those things you can use um, when you're dating. It's uh, very, very subtle, or it can be very overt, um, aka ballroom, where you'll see me and my whole body doing all kinds of things. Um, but it's definitely been a, uh, a weapon, I guess, for me that I have also maybe not used so well in the past and I've had to learn how to use it ethically um, while still knowing that I come sort of like having this thing uh, in my back pocket, which is, you know, good and sometimes terrifying. Um, also for the my partners sometimes if they're, you know, not so confident. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was just made a mental note. Let's, circle back and, you know, ask about what that might be like and what are some conversations you've had with, um, with your partners in regards to, you know, even ballroom or in general, how people perceive you. But I think that's really, it's interesting is like we as women are, have always, or yeah, people with pussies have always been objectified and valued uh, based on our sexuality, on our bodies, our, um, you know, whether we're skinny or not, whether hair. It's it's always used for the, for males, but if women use it for yourself, then you're a whore, right? So it's always okay. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. (laughs) It's yeah. always <laughs> it's like we have always been we like in traditional traditional media in our sexuality has always know, been used as any, uh consumption. 
consumption. Yet when we, the, when we start to claim it as for ourselves, now we're right. the hoe. Now we're a slut. Now we're undignified. Now we're not Or even like wanting to commodify and, it. Then it's just like, oh, well, you know, she's for the streets. And I was like, but you made us for the streets. You put us in these ads. You basically build an entire world around female sexuality for men, right? It was very interesting. I was even reading this like article many years ago about like um, this weird phase in the Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears sort of like era where there was like Mm -hmm. a, like this element of like virginity and like virtue, but you're sexy. So it's like, you can be sexy, but you can't have sex. You can look sexy and innocent, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't do it. Like, I don't know. It was like a really weird sort of like, I don't know. Well, there's also this like purity culture. Yeah. Yeah, It's like almost like this purity culture attached to it. Right. Because you have like the Christina Aguilera's, the Britney Spears. And I mean, even Taylor Swift, like coming up through like fame and Disney channel, Disney, everything. Right. And then, and then doing everything that these, you know, media or, or uh, music companies ask them to do. And they go on these interviews and every single interviewer is asking about their love life and their sex life, um, their bodies. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden these, you know, and it's, they take it because they're, you know, tr- trying to establish themselves or whatever <clears throat> and trying to, they don't know any different, Right. And then they go through this like era of coming out. Like every single woman has their like rebellious phase. Yeah. I think Christina Aguilera went first, then Brittany came Miley after. Cyrus, right. Fucking... And then oh Miley yeah. Cyrus was like, oh wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> uh, Miley Cyrus is like, y'all made head turn heads turn. I'm gonna make you do an I'm entire three fucking sixty. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the minute that they had their, they had that sort of awakening for themselves, then the spin of that, what we hear is, oh, bad girl, ooh, too much, oh, you know what I mean? Because now they've, they're one, making music that they want to, two, showing that transfer from teenage to woman and now it's too much for the world. Now they're shaking their booty too much. Now they've got too much tits and ass out. And it's like, what? Why? Um, It's really interesting. It's really interesting. It's really interesting to to watch how people treat you differently compared on like what energy you're sitting in, whether you're like dressed in a hoodie or you're wearing a little tight dress or like, even when I went from Mm -hmm. hip hop and then I just sort of shifted over into the sort of like, caricature of femininity i wouldn't even call it femininity at this point it's like it's very effeminate um mm-hmm. and just watching how people treat you differently in that sense um sometimes mostly for the good and then others it's like strange it's strange to see and i was just like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's uh it is it is strange and i find that as a almost 40 year old very you know heteronormative person with like a whole family and again living in suburbia and all of this it was like almost the expectation is that you walk around with a fucking lululemons and t-shirt you know what i mean the expectation is that you are a mom and now you no longer have 
this like sexual part of you. Um, you are a mom and therefore, you know, you so just, how do you connect with that you're, for yourself? Because we all know that I do. Tits and ass yeah. all the time. <laughs> I, I like, honest to God, it's like, I, I just went uh, to Mexico with some girlfriends in right before I came to see you. And I'm telling you, like, every one of my outfits, tits and yeah. ass all the time. Like, I just don't, I, I'm, I'm not dead. And I, it makes me feel a certain way when I wear, you know, certain things, or if I move my body a certain way, or like, I like wearing a thong bikini because I like my ass and it, I think it looks good. So I'm not, and yeah, is it all crinkly with fucking cellulite and stuff? Absolutely. But I do enough squats with weights and all that shit that I feel good about it. And I'm going to wear something that I think is cute, regardless of whether I think, where did, where did you go? Where did you go? Are you here? Did we lose you? Ball sacks. Where are you? Okay. Well, we've lost her. All that to say, hopefully she comes back. Um, I just don't like to, you know, I don't like to fit into the norms of, of what it is to be this like straight and narrow mom because I just am not dead. Um, it feels really hard to talk to myself when I'm, her face is frozen. So I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait. Oh, and we're gone. 